This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. July USDA Production and Supply Demand Reports. The job today for USDA was to incorporate recent quarterly stocks and acreage data into the balance sheet. They left their projected yields of 177 and 51.5 bushel per acre for corn and soybeans, respectively, alone until next month. Those yields compare very closely with 2021 corn and soybean yields. They reduced domestic feed use by 25 million bushels this year, adding the same amount to the carryover, projecting 1.510 billion bushels corn. They carried the carryover into next year by adding another 45 million bushel increase in corn production from the slight increase in acres reported last month, resulting in a future carryover 1.47 billion bushel for 2022-23. The year-to-year corn carryover doesn't grow. USDA looks for year-to-year feed uses to decline 250 million bushel. The ethanol crust remained the same, and exports to decline by 50 million bushel to avoid a larger reduction in the projected corn carryover. USDA only took a dime off their average corn price to get to 665 a bushel. That will reflect new crops, suggesting that large discounts in the new crop market are buying opportunities for end users. USDA reduced this year's soybean crush by 10 million bushel, which was added to ending stocks projecting 215 million bushel, which became the carry-in for next year. They reduced their soybean production estimate by 135 million bushels to account for the reduction in planted acreage. They reduced next year's crush by a light 10 million bushel and exports by 75 million. The net reduced the carryout from 280 million bushel in June to 230 million for the 2022-23 period in this revised estimate. In all instances, corn and soybean ending stocks were slightly higher than pre-report estimates. USDA took 30 cents off their estimate for the average soybean farm price to 14.40. New crop is well below that, so it has little or no weather premium in it. The lack of bullish news in Tuesday's report simply fed the existing macro weakness. Ironically, stocks and bonds did not display the same macro weakness, leaving it to commodities led by crude oil. The reports did not set up anything game-changing bearish. Trade estimates were not that far off, and year-to-year carryovers shrink slightly. Next, they'll go back to trading weather. These projected carryovers do not provide any great buffer to the weather. Markets will have to encourage farmers to plant all that they can again next year. Here's my take on summer weather and yield potential. Dr. Elwin Taylor has noted that Iowa gets its moisture from the Gulf, therefore first crossing Arkansas. If Arkansas is wet, we get moisture, and if dry, we get less. Last year, this Gulf flow north, bringing moisture up, was open. This year, the high-pressure system over the center-south heartlands blocking it. That means that moisture from the Gulf has to first either go around the high-pressure system as the desert southwest monsoon, or cross the drought area, which will suck it up. As a more recent development, Alaskan ocean temperatures are warm, pushing the jet stream further north, flattening it out over the top of the United States, if it doesn't split. The Ridge Riders, which brought us our recent rains, will then instead water the northeast and extreme eastern Corn Belt. The stationary front set up over Illinois last year, drowning that state. This year it should be further southeast, pushing the rains in that direction away from the primary Corn Belt as well. 
All this would keep moisture out of the primary corn belt, allowing the high-pressure dome to shift to the northwest of its current position, expanding the drought to cover a larger portion of the corn belt during the critical season. It is not all about rain. Temperatures are important. While heat is always a part of summer, corn can survive hot days if they get cool nights to recover. Cool nights helped corn last year. Wind is also a factor. Wind can turn hot days into a blast furnace. We have all been complaining about too much wind. The corn crop development is behind last year, so that pollination will occur for more of the crop in the heat of the summer. It has been a while since we have had a hot, dry August. That is when the soybean crop is made. Last year, the corn yield was 177, and the soybean yield 51.4 bushel per acre. Just a few bushel per acre less corn or one or two bushel per acre less soybean yield shrinks carryovers to pipeline supply again. We do know that weather forecasts are nuanced. They can change and typically do. At this time, however, the larger question to be asked is, will weather produce the same or higher U.S. yield than last year? You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 